I, I don't feel like uh, Terry showed uh, Janessa's uh, harvest enough love. And he was just like, yeah, that's nice. But I want to show you how proud I am of my God sister. I'm going to show the viewers. Okay. This, what, is what, is nice. this is what she did. This is a regular black girl from Georgia. <laughs> from, the, from the Atlanta metropolitan area. And she done grew beautiful peppers and, and <laughs> And what are they? Squash? What's the other thing? Squash and and bell pepper. Hey man, I'm I'm proud of it. I don't. I, I, are these regular plants or them collard greens? What now is see, that? Those are the squash plants behind you. The oh, collard baby. greens and the cabbage are to the left. See, but uh, this that hey, I, I don't like. Hey, you're, I don't. Hey, I, hold on one more. Hold on, Terry. I'm not done. Hey, I, I don't. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if they're still having fun at Melanated Brews, but the ghetto garden is alive and well. You hear me? <laughs> Let's get back to eating and living on top of the world. <laughs> but see, you're doing it wrong. Boom shakalaka. All right, go ahead, Terry. What you saying? Oh, you thought I forgot. I wasn't gonna let it go. No, <laughs> I just, I just didn't want you to. to you're, random praising, parade. you're praising the results. That's the wrong thing to do. Any anybody, if they put their mind to it, can have their own garden. What I praise Janessa for is the effort that she puts into it. I, I it wasn't, it wasn't about that, what. You, that's no, all. no, 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 no. It wasn't about what you praised her for that I complained about. I said I don't feel like you put enough emphasis on your praise. Right. Like when you were okay. praising her, you were kind of, you were kind of monotone. Yeah. So I want I wanted to put some sauce on it, you know what I'm saying? Well, see, but the thing is, the the way I feel about it is like we've been growing vegetables for like thirty plus thousand years, like that. Like we know how to do that, but most people don't do it because they don't have the willpower to just put the effort in, and that's what I praise Janessa for is putting the effort in. That's fine. What I'm saying is, whatever you praised her for, it sounded like shit. You should have put. You should have put more praise. I immediately went to how can I help? I'm sorry. I, that's what I went to. That's what I'm saying. That's, that's what I'm saying. So next yeah. time before you offer your services, you right. put most. You put more sauce on your worship. Amen. All right. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> to another episode of the Worst Ones Podcast. This is the unsafe place for preachers' kids. My name is Rudy Wilson. I am a preacher's kid. We have Jay Rihanna, Janessa, the gardener. Hey. Uh, the, the the green thumb phenomenon. I try. Uh, <laughs> she's a preacher's kid. Terry Weezy in the building. He's a preacher's kid, and of course Kelly Leezy with the side braids. Popping. And I don't I don't praise enough. All right, <laughs> <laughs> Kelly Lee, how are you doing? I'm good. We haven't we, good. we haven't seen you in two weeks. I, I well, feel I mean, like no. It was, it was it was no. You missed one week, but I'm saying it was two weeks ago when we seen you. Is what I'm trying to say. Yeah, right. I was here every other week. <laughs> um, <laughs> but no, I'm good. Um, it's summertime, so I will I will admit it is it is hard. Um, I'm gonna have to figure out for the next six weeks how to make sure I'm steady in someplace I can record on Wednesdays. Wednesday evenings, but it's summertime. You said she, she, did, she did. She did this last year. I don't know why yeah, you surprised. Forever, I don't, you I don't, said I don't, it's summertime. I'm free now. I am. And, and the thing, I'm too free. 
So now it's like, oh shoot, it's Wednesday, seven o'clock. I'm supposed to be. She said she's too free. <laughs> I'm having a good time. Look, yeah. look here, woman. All right, and this goes for all y'all. <laughs> I'm trying to maintain a comedy career. I do two podcasts a week. Uh, I, I run a company, and I'm also trying to keep a girlfriend happy. So if I can do it, you can do it. So I'm present, and I'm here. Uh, why, why, why you say all of y'all? You I, late. I'm, I ain't never... First of all, Terry. Yeah, get on me. Come on. <laughs> how, how many times have we gone to comedy shows, to the grocery store, in the car, did we talk to people that you walking around? Did a set. Right. What? Did a whole set in the middle of the podcast. She, she's, naming, she's naming all the things that you do during the podcast. Right. Okay. All right. Well, no, but I'm here. That's the point. No, I don't. I don't. She, she wasn't saying she couldn't be here. She was just saying she's going to have to find places like you've had to find places to do the podcast. Because oh yeah. Oh, because she, sure. because, yeah. She, because she's because yeah, she's not going to be home. Right. Oh, because that, like when I was saying. at work, it was work nine to five. Come but, home. I can right. do this. But now but, but Kelly, but but Kelly, but Kelly, but to Terry's point, he the point he was getting at, but he went a little off course. You said. Summertime, <laughs> we weren't gonna have this issue. And now, free, <laughs> free, I thought I thought the issue was social media that I was gonna post more on social media. So you saying that's still gonna be a thing, no matter where you at? What <laughs> the social media thing? Oh no, we've had our argument about that. We can. We can... <laughs> First of all, let's talk about that. No, let's talk about that. Let's talk about that. No, I don't. I don't care where. No, 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 no. Wait, wait, wait. No, no. Hold on, Terry. We gotta talk about this. Kelly, Kelly texts me, right, on Monday. The episode comes out on Tuesday. I text you Sunday. You text me Monday. Oh, okay. Because it was the next day when it was coming out. Because remember, this was, it, it was on the line. So you text me on Monday, the episode comes out Tuesday. She says, Rudy, send me a clip of the episode coming out so I can post it tomorrow, right? I said, okay, I will. As soon as you invite your cousin onto our podcast. Because that mm -hmm. invite still hasn't happened, right? I'm not even saying that he has to have the commitment yet. I just need him to know that this is a podcast and we want him on it, right? But Kelly is just going, we going back and forth. She's like, nah, when you send me the when you send me the video and I get the social media looking better, then I'll invite him. And I'm like, he don't got to see the Instagram page. Just send him a YouTube link. He can just watch an episode if you want to know what this podcast is about. But just at least invite him. But she never did it, so I never sent the video. So the social media was not updated because of Rudy. So, but otherwise, I'm doing well. It's summertime because it's because it's my fault. Thank you so much for asking. Um, and I've, yeah, I've had a great time. I, how, how was your? How was your? An answer to your accusation earlier. Yes, you're right. I have I have come in on my phone while I'm driving or being driven to or when I'm at a show or when I've done that. But I'm here. You know what I mean? I didn't just go. Well, never mind this responsibility. You know, I got something to do tonight. No, most of the time I'm here. That's why I hold everybody accountable is because you can do it from your phone. You can do it anywhere. My you, phone you, sounds terrible. You don't, need, you don't, you don't need to hold me accountable because if I'm not here, we can't even get on this. So I've always That's right. been here. Uh, well, you know. Rudy is the star host. No, I'm not the star. I just, I just realized he sets up the I, link. I, I, right, I, I realized my dependency as far as being able to even record this. Yeah, because nobody else has access to it, so that's, that's probably right. that's that's probably a problem. Sometimes Vanessa, Rudy has a hard out, but that's fine. How are you doing today? <laughs> I'm doing pretty good. I got not, it. Not sure. Um, 
my negative COVID test yesterday. Yay! Oh, nice. Done. Done. Um, the garden. I had my harvest yesterday. So I yes. gonna bring it up. That's why I had mm-hmm. the picture on deck. <laughs> right, you did. You had it ready. I had, I had it on deck. Hold on. I should have still had it big. I'm sorry. The harvest. Go ahead. Yeah. Yep. I got four jalapeno peppers, one squash, and one bell pepper. So you yeah, know, it looks good. Um, I'm excited because I did the bell peppers specifically for. I mean, not the bell peppers, jalapeno peppers specifically for my dad. He really likes um, mm. hot peppers. So shout out, Big Dex. Tomorrow, yeah, tomorrow <laughs> or Friday, I'm gonna go drop it off. So it's, you know, it's just kind of nice to see something that I literally started from. That's what I'm talking. You about. know, a little yeah. bitty, non-existent yeah. to like yeah. coming up with the goal, the and cup and shit. We seen all well, that. Do you, Absolutely. Do you start with seeds or seedlings? Okay, so with with we're not doing this right now. We're not. No, we're I'm not asking. Doing this right what, we're I'm not, we're not doing it. Y'all do this offline. Y'all get. Y'all, y'all, get y'all don't get too deep. Not right now. Just let right. people listening are interested. Just let her. Let her finish. I use both. I do seeds and seedlings. Nice. But um, no, I'm really excited to accomplish this goal. Something I kind of set out to do. And I, I'll give y'all a little sneak peek. Now, this one probably won't happen for maybe a, a couple of years, but I do have a goal of everything on my Thanksgiving table that can come from my garden. I want to come from my garden. Maybe not. Oh, 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 that can come from the garden. I was like, I got confused for something. I'm like, yeah. I'm going to grow a turkey. No, What's you going on raise the turkey. <laughs> raise that turkey from a little turkey to a big turkey. No, no, we're not doing that. We are not no. raising no turkeys. They are vicious. They are big. I have been attacked by them. Mm-mm. Okay. Y'all can keep them. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, that's that's one of my goals is to farm everything on the Thanksgiving table that can be farmed. Farm I love that. Year. So you know what? Congratulations. Yeah, that's amazing. I was also you attacked by a turkey once, and uh, he didn't make it. So <laughs> what what you were saying, Kelly, about your inspiration, Terry? No. <laughs> what he did outside of this, I want to start me. I just want to start one red solo cup. Go just, for just it. One red solo cup. So I'm gonna ask you outside of this how I start. You gonna start with one yeah. red? I'm all for it. Oh, don't Kelly, do Kelly, 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 you got a whole social media to run. You ain't got time to grow shit. Okay. <laughs> no, <laughs> you need to grow, you need to grow an audience. <laughs> <Don't>, <laughs> right before, you grow, before you grow some plants. <laughs> don't do that to yourself right out of the gate, what? Kelly. Get some cup. seedlings that are already started and then <laughs> put them in your own pots. It's Trust me, you'll thank me. This one okay. solo cup. Your, your first time out, you don't want to start in a solo cup. Just go down to Home Depot, buy some five dollar okay. seedlings, and start with that. So okay. the last thing, Kelly, I hope you. The last thank thing you. I sent to in the group chat because y'all be clowning me, but I want y'all to see. Okay, it. okay, no, we ain't clowning you. Go ahead, <laughs> go ahead. Oh, I got you. Go ahead. What does it say? Wait, what is I don't camera? know. Okay. Does it not say Southern New Hampshire University? Okay. But, that's, but what, what about the honor roll, guys? The honor roll. You know, hold on, it, I gotta make it big on my screen. It's a hygienist of Southern New Hampshire University has recognized you for making honor roll during spring 2022. What? Woo, woo. I, y'all, y'all be clowning me, but I really we didn't. I don't think we clowned you. I, I think the only thing I said was, shouldn't it be the dean's list in college? Absolutely. Yeah, honor roll roll just sounds like you're giving your bumper sticker to your parents. Yeah, it is very childish. Yeah, to to make the honor roll in grad school, but hey, we own it. Hey, hey, everybody, everybody ain't on it. You feel me? Let's be real. If it was that's all I got. If it was, I never made the honor roll. If it was that easy, (laughs) everybody would do it. 
You feel what I'm saying? Most people ain't even in grad school, and then you on the, you're in the top, right. you know, you're in the top tier. So, and, and what school you at too? You just read Southern New Hampshire Southern, University. Right, right, right. I did just read. <laughs> but again, that goes back to that goes back to effort because I I had the second highest FCATs in the county when I took them when I was a kid, but I never made the honor roll once because I never made the effort. FCAT, FCAT was our standardized like graduation test. I know y'all yeah. not from Florida. Y'all didn't okay. go to no, I, I had yeah. super high test scores. They, they, they didn't go to school in Florida. I did, so that's how I know what you're talking Very about. Very high yeah. SAT scores, but I always was barely passing because I didn't make the effort, but obviously Janessa is. <laughs> but it's, it's funny, though. I, I got to weed first. <laughs> so <laughs> It's funny because my elementary school, middle school, and high school did not have award ceremony. So like this past May, you know, all the parents have been posting their kids and stuff. And I don't even know what a citizenship award is because I ain't never got one. You know, we my school just did not have it. So the fact that I'm on the honor roll, it's kind of funny because it's like childhood and grad yeah. school combined. Mm. Yeah, <laughs> of course, awesome when, I, when I send it to my mom, she's like, you know, she's being a mom. I'm so proud of you. Mm-hmm. Like, all right, absolutely. Yeah, no, that's nah, amazing. That's how it's supposed to be. Yeah. All right. Terry Wayne, follow that. Uh, you got any, you got any accolades that can <laughs> what have you done lately? <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> I uh I have the second highest SAT scores in Broward County ever. There you um, go. So there's okay. that. There you go. But I also ago? barely finished high school and got an equivalency diploma because I have ADHD and asthma. You got your GED? Yeah. No, that's not when I When I was 14, actually. What? Yeah. So what did you do from 14 to 18? Uh, from 14 to 15, I worked at McDonald's. Uh, I was a cashier first in the first in the dining area, but then they moved me up to drive through. Uh so yeah, that's right. But a little did they know that I was just passing free food out to my friends all day. So um, uh, and then uh, then I went to another restaurant, worked there, and then when I was sixteen, I got a job selling computers at CompUSA. Uh, well, I, I got a job doing cashier work, and then they saw that I was selling a lot of stuff. So they put me on software and then I learned about software and sold that. And then I learned about computers and sold that. And then I outsold every adult male uh, computer salesman they had. Wow. Did yeah. you go to college? No. Okay. Well, I went to, I, I went to trade school. I wanted to learn how to do medicine. So I went to EMT school, uh, okay. but that was it. Uh, Interesting. Other than that, self-educated. Uh, Shelby County uh, Public Library, Memphis, Tennessee. Okay, mm-hmm. man, that's interesting. That's something new. GED yeah. is 14, and then there's work. Yeah. yeah, man, yeah. I've also written three books. Yeah. Uh, while, we're, while we're getting after it, you know. Right, let's, yeah. Let's dig into T-Wing. Let's see what's going on. We were supposed here. to have a book club. You were supposed to have a book club. So you're supposed to send us all books so we can have a book club. Oh, all right. Well. <laughs> You'll like you'll like one of them. It's a dramatization he, uh, of he, what he it was, was like to grow up Pentecostal in the nineties. So he was, he, he was also supposed to pay for y'all tickets in, in Atlanta, but you know. No, but definitely pay for my own. <laughs> <laughs> I told him, all you had to do was send me the link, I, and I know, said I would do it. I ain't gonna say I ain't gonna say nothing. <laughs> yep, definitely. All I remember paying for my own. Link, and but I, I said I would but, do but, it. No, but, but I appreciate you. <laughs> all right. 
paid for some tickets, I think. I think I paid for breakfast and then drove up there. I think I did that. I think but, you cooked breakfast. But the, but the agreement that you said was that you would pay for their tickets. So don't try to don't try to throw what I'm you not did. throwing. I'm saying you didn't I do you, I put the whole thing. I just said send me the link and I'll buy the tickets. It's fine. It's over now, man. Show our show happened. It was a good the show. effort in. I mean, you now you cooked the hell out of breakfast now, but you just ain't buying. Yeah, we're gonna get credit with credit due, but also, you know, you should have bought my ticket. I drove to Atlanta. You made that agreement. I didn't. You first of all, you didn't have to buy a ticket, but I'm somebody. You, you know, you made that agreement. You said it out your mouth. I didn't. I, I didn't. know, and I, I did it. I'm a man of my word. Which is why I don't like you saying I didn't buy the tickets. I'd have bought the damn tickets to send me the link. Gotcha. Anyways, uh, <laughs> I'm okay. What are you doing today? I mean, you know, same yeah, old, same Rudy, old. How are you? I'm chilling, man. You know, I'm always happy to be on a podcast. I like talking to people. I like talking, you know. I'm living the dream. Mm. Going to Miami this weekend. Mm-hmm. Show, show Friday, show Saturday. Oh, look at you. Back-to-back shows. Ju- Juneteenth shit. All black shit. You know what I'm saying? Where at? I'm going to be in Fort Lauderdale on Friday. Uh, It's at Villain. Both shows Villain? at Villain. I, yeah. I love Villain. Villain's such a good theater. And I don't even play there very well. Uh, Just because, like, my humor is so in your face kind of nature. And you know how they're all very soft, woke culture kind of people at Villain. Mm. Uh, But they, they, they get it. And that's the thing I love about it is like as long as it's funny, it doesn't matter. Right. Funny wins. Yeah. yeah. I got I got uh two shows in Fort Lauderdale next month. But I got a show in Houston coming up. That's gonna be pretty good. Good job. Nice. Try to get to uh if you can if you can make the drive while you're out there, try to make it to Austin. That seems really blowing up. Oh yeah, no, nah, it, it it ain't that type of vibe. Like I'm going, flying in, performing, leaving uh-huh. the next, leaving the next morning. Oh, so you ain't even got a day. This uh-huh. yeah, this yeah, this ain't a, no vacation at all. It's literally for the show. That's yeah, it. yeah, I got you. One one, one night stay hotel type shit. Like it ain't it ain't a unless I want to pay for it myself, which I don't. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, that's about it. You know, God is good all the time. All the time, God is good. So, amen. All right. Um, so I did come up with the topic tonight. I thought about this um in a in a couple of ways. I, I thought about it for all four of us, but different for it's me. It's a ter- secret. I asked what the topic was. It's a secret. Oh, yeah, I don't know either. Okay, like, I don't know the topic. No, no. I'm saying, but Kelly, anytime I've ever come up with a topic, have you ever known before the show happened? I don't know. Exactly. So that's what that's my point. He's, he's <laughs> I'm, mysterious. I'm, I'm, I'm trying Ooh. to figure out why everybody's so shocked right now. This, wow. is, this is this is this is what I do. All right. Um, so, anyways, not not that everybody's off their soapbox. This pertains to me and, and Terry in a special way, but it also pertains to uh, Janessa and Kelly in the sense of you grew up in church and you're going to be able to uh, obviously not not relate to it as far as personally, but know what I'm talking about. So, um, what I titled it, which is just a headline, are preaching styles legit? And what I mean is, in comedy, your delivery is everything. You know what I'm saying? And you're actually performing, and you actually want a reaction from the crowd. But some people may beg to differ that, like, you know, when a preacher is hooping and hollering, like, it don't take all that. You know what I'm saying? They should be able to just stand up there, just present the word of God. And that should be enough. But 
some will argue that you know the ones who have more presentation just like you know in comedy or any performance uh those are the one that people you know gravitate to <laughs> more so i just want to know y'all thoughts in reference to do you feel like you know somebody can preach like that and it can still be you know all good or are they doing too much like do you think they just putting on a show do you think you know etc cetera, etc cetera. yes uh sometimes they are putting on a show uh sometimes it's more about uh the way they look than what they're doing uh i'm not saying that about everybody i'm not even saying that about most but growing up in the churches i did pentecostal style you could always look at somebody and said oh this person's speaking in tongues because they want everybody to look at them you know Mm. Like you, you always knew those dramatic types, you know, that, oh, they got to run around the whole sanctuary. Just let everybody know how righteous and pious they are. Uh, and preachers are no different. There's some that are like that. Uh, thankfully, I can say that my father isn't. Um, I know he works hard on his sermons. I remember being a kid being six, seven years old, looking, getting up in the middle of the night, seeing him at two in the morning sitting there eating a bowl of cold cereal, going over his Bible on Saturday night, like just trying to make sure everything's right. And then watching him get on stage and get, you you could see it. Like he really meant it. Like the way that you would go to any other, per, like any other uh, speaker, uh, even if it was like uh, just a, a Tony Robbins type or something like that, you know, like a motivational speaker. Like right. he really meant what he was saying. Like right. you could see it. He, right. he was visceral. He'd get red in the cheeks. And he's right. like, don't you understand? You know, like he was like, you could see it. But you can also see the fakeness in some people. And what do they say? Uh, art's hard to find. Uh, art is hard to define, but I know it when I see it. That's what genuineness is to me. Like, it's hard to define genuine performances, but you know them when you see them. For sure. <clears throat> um, you know, I when I was younger, I definitely didn't understand it. Rudy, you might have actually been here with me when this happened. Um, we were at the Full Gospel Conference at the Superdome in New Orleans, and Benny Hinn was there. I never, I never been in New Orleans. Remember for the for the conference, like. Uh... Oh yeah, you you didn't go. I, with I, I went. I, I went the last year before Katrina. Is a long time gotcha. I went. Right. Yeah, it was actually no. me, but I'm surprised you. I'm not surprised you mix us up. So, <laughs> so no, it was Benny Hinn, and uh, we're in the Superdome in New Orleans, like mm -hmm. the arena. Mm -hmm. And this man was swinging his jacket and knocking out sections, y'all. Yeah, of yeah. like yeah, like section two twenty four, just <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. All yeah. Out. And I used to be like, does it take all that? Like, what y'all falling for? Like, I, I did not understand right. it. And honestly, I still don't quite understand that type of uh, level of ministry. Before, before, before you keep going, did you also have the thought, not only did, does it take all that, but did you ever have the thought of even if those people are falling because of something real or is it like a, like. Okay. Yeah, no, because like, it's literally the man will wave his coat. Right. And somebody up in the nosebleed section, like not even just somebody, the whole section would just pass out. Mm -hmm. And right. it was just like, what in the world? Like he would 
you know, just throw his jacket at different sections and like the whole section would fall out. It was just crazy to me. Right. <laughs> well, there, there is a, there is a, uh, a reason for that. There's actually a scientific reason for that. Uh, mm -hmm. And it's sort of like a mob mentality kind of a thing. And there, when you get enough people to believe the same thing in the same place, like the energy, literally the, the, the excitement itself draws people in and will make them do things they would never do normally. Like mm -hmm. they've even shown in the brain where it, it actually has the same effect that alcohol has, where it inhibits inhibition or what, what do they call it? Uh, uh, inhibition or inhibitions, uh, where it, in it inhibits your, uh, your, your shame factor to where you will literally just do whatever they want you to do, you know? Uh, if you get enough people on the same side, you can storm the Capitol. Like, it doesn't matter, you know? So I think that that was confusing. Um, and then, you know, I grew up in a Baptist church where there was hooping and um, that was the teaching style. And my dad doesn't hoop like that. Mm. Um, like, it just kind of caught me off guard because I, I was trying to figure out, like, are they okay? Now I'm just saying this is from young Vanessa. You know what I'm saying? When you doing the Are you okay? <laughs> I'm like, are they okay? <laughs> right, right. I would have loved to say that to one of those like drama queens speaking in tongues, like, are you all right? Are you gonna be okay? <laughs> Look, I didn't understand at the time. Now, at this point in time, can I get somebody get a message from somebody who hoops? Absolutely. But personally, I just personally, I would like a Bible teacher. I don't need you to yell at me. I don't need you to um, tell your neighbor, you know, <laughs> I'm used to it. I grew up Baptist. You know, I know it, but I don't necessarily need that to get a message. Mm -hmm. And I think at this point in my life, like I just seek out pastors or preachers that talk to, or preach or teach in a way that makes sense for me. But I'm not going to sit here and say if you run around in circles and you in church at the midnight service and you know <laughs> just right. laid out on the right. pulpit during right. you prayer. Can take all that to Bible study. All right. Um, when I come Sunday morning, morning, I want to see a show. All right. <laughs> Do what works for you. That's right. <laughs> but I want that, the funny thing is I want to see it from the preacher. I don't want to see it from the people in the congregation. But let me. Your let me, job is there to listen and say amen occasionally. Let, uh, let me let me ask you this, Janessa. Do, but do you do you feel like when a preacher is doing that, do you think that that can? I'm not saying it all. Like you don't have to talk speak for every preacher, but just on a general basis, do you think that can come from a genuine place? Like that's just how god put it in them to deliver the word that's their personality or do you think like there's always some level of showmanship in it even if there even if it's not to be the flashiest but it is some level of showmanship and, that, and that's why and to go along with my question that's why i even brought me and terry's just say profession in it because with comedy it's it's definitely about delivery it's, it's not even just all the time like you know, how you say something, but even your choice of words, you know what I'm saying, that makes something even funnier. And I feel like, you know, pastors or preachers or whatever, um, you know, I, I feel like they can tap into that to some degree. But I guess my question, do you think that there's always some level of showmanship in it or can it just genuinely be, you know, 
what what they do, I guess, if you will. I think it can be genuine. I think it just depends on the um, the pastor and their teaching style. I just think we have been accustomed to a certain teaching style. Mm. Um, and I think we're accustomed. Like, I'll just say for me, I'm accustomed to some to a pastor hooping and hollering. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm accustomed to some of the church antics for lack of better word. <clears throat> um, but I do feel like everybody's not like that, you know? Um, I, I was trying to think of a good example of somebody who is a preacher who I don't feel like hoops and hollers. Um, what is her name? Is it Joyce Myers? Mm-hmm. She, I've never seen, like, she's actually has a really monotone voice, mm-hmm. like, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. she doesn't get all bowdy, bowdy, and rowdy, rowdy, but I still feel like she delivers a word. Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying that because she doesn't get Joel, all... Joel Osteen. Yeah, Joel uh, Osteen. I'm not saying just because they don't mm-hmm. get all excited. That doesn't mean that they lack mm-hmm. showmanship or, mm-hmm. you know, or they lack... Well, they do. Presentation. Or that's just to me the way that's their style of preaching it's or teaching. Same as Jerry Falwell. He never got upset. He never got into it. He never really committed when he was preaching. He just wanted to make sure that everybody knew that 9 11 was because gay people were getting married. You know, I, I have no idea who that is, but I, um, I believe you. But um, biggest, biggest televangelist <laughs> in American history. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. Um, what I was about to say. Um, oh, Janessa, one, one more question for you. So, so you, you have levels of delivery as far as maybe even just what people, some people may consider hooping and hollering. So of course you got like Bishop James Morton. I mean, he definitely, you know, hoops. I mean, his is fire now. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> like, yeah. like, like it'd be, it, it's, it smacks like, it, it, you know what I'm saying? But um, and the fact that he can hoop in like the right key and sing. Right, and right, right, key, right. It, it's a, got, it's, right. a talent. it's a good when you, when you when you can sing it's even better you know what i'm saying but but yeah he yeah his, his slaps for sure but the point i'm making is so you got you got like somebody like him but then you got like a noel jones you know what i'm saying yeah. who is he i mean he's almost like the jim carrey of preaching it if you as far as like animation you know what i'm saying like he's very i've, I've even seen behind the scenes footage of him like he gets stretched out and massaged like right before he gets on stage because of mm. You know, mm-hmm. by by like a, a somebody, like a person, like a hired person. I'm gonna um, have to try that for comedy. And, right, <laughs> and um, but then but then you even got somebody like T D J. Who T D J. doesn't necessarily hoop, but to mm-hmm. something you said earlier, you said I don't need anybody hollering at me. He definitely hollers. Well, get ready, get ready. Get <laughs> you know ready. what I'm saying? He definitely hollers. Now he doesn't hoop, but he definitely hollers. So I guess do does does any of those three like? Between any of those three, does does any of them absolutely not work for you? And does any like are any like you know? I guess okay for you to. So, I I think I'm like in a middle level. The only ones I would say that absolutely do not work for me is if you are boring, you are monotone. Mm-hmm. I can't relate to you. You just thou thus that might have you giving me the new king or the King James right? Like. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Never go to a Catholic 
Never go to a Catholic mass, then you'll hate I it. I did. Actually, my brother's high school was Catholic and middle school. And um, so did you enjoy that? A few. <laughs> I just went to support my brother. <laughs> it's the most boring service you'll ever go to. But um, other than other than a Jewish synagogue, those are the worst. Ugh, they take forever and it's so boring. The only thing really I was gonna say, the one thing I on the other spectrum. So yeah, I don't want boring, but I also don't want fake. And like I think to Terry's point, there's a level of anointing and then there's a level of just pure fakeness, like mm -hmm. or just pure showmanship or just not the right intentions. And I I'm good on that too. But you can sense it, right? You can hear it in their voice. You can hear it in the the non-committal kind of voice that they have, what they're trying to do. You know, there's some of it feels scripted and not really like it's coming. There's definitely tales, um, but that's just a personal thing. Y'all might be cool with everybody, <laughs> but y'all nah. know I'm not cool with everybody. So. I'm not. I'm not cool with everybody. Okay, Lee. I think they said a lot, but um, in terms of you know, in my house, in terms of um, our preaching styles, legit. So I think kind of like what Janessa said. I was going to say what Janessa just kind of ended with in terms of anointing versus um, showmanship or just mm. putting on um, mm. a show. I definitely think there's a difference in that. Um, and I know we've talked about that a lot. Mm. I wasn't raised in a church where they did a lot of hooping and hollering. And, mm. you know, even the, um, I mean, there's even a, a difference between New Beginning and Berean in terms of um, preaching styles. Yeah, preaching styles in mm. terms of, like you said, the, the hooping. And mm. I know you guys, you know, every Sunday there was probably, you know, time where people shouted and took their laps and all. <laughs> and I'm that, talking about every too Sunday. many times. Yeah. You know, and now multiple, multiple times of service. <laughs> yeah. And see, and you may get one or two people take a lap. You know, you may at the end of praise and worship somebody, you know, still doing a little dance. But, you know, and so at this point, um, though I understand it, though, I don't think it's something fake, though. You know, I, I, I definitely get the spirit overwhelming you so to, you know, wanting to take a lap or wanting to dance or, you know, shout or scream. Like, I definitely get that. Um, I've never really gotten the, the pass out piece um right. <laughs> I, I hadn't really gotten that one um but yeah but though i you know i don't i do believe in the sincerity of you know the spirit flowing and you know you have this extended worship you like i said you you shout you run you lay prostrate on the ground like i i i agree with all of that um but it's not probably a church that i would attend regularly um mm. My churches are a bit more low-key. Um, you know, even my dad, he may, and he's not a singer, like you said. Hooping is a, is another level when you can sing. Mm -hmm. um, he may give you a little bit for 30 seconds at one time. You know, and I think it's I think it's legit. I think it's the spirit. I think, you know, the, the, I don't know if excitement is the word, but the excitement mm -hmm. of it all. Mm -hmm. um, 
It's called you high know, blood pressure. That's what the pass out thing is. That's oh, okay. Is. Yeah. And so, but I, but even Janessa's point about the whole section pack, like, you know, and I get your thing about, you know, you get enough people in one space and they all kind of believe the same thing. And especially if the, the pastor um, says, you know, section 224, you know, <laughs> whatever. Oh my God, he said my name. Is it right? You know, and I can, you know, I, I get it. Um, <laughs> funny story. I think I remember one time, not I think, I remember one time I went to a church and I felt like he was trying to get me to fall. Oh. Uh, <laughs> I got a story too. Do it. So, yes. Went up to the altar, you know, just for prayer and, um, and this church was really big on speaking in tongues. Mm. Um, and I don't have the gift of tongues. And so I went to the altar just for prayer for whatever, you know, when he prays and I feel like he's just like, I'm like, I'm not, I'm not we, going. I'm we, not never, we never, we never, we never told stories about that on here before. I don't. Mm, I felt. I, I felt like I just shared the story with somebody recently because I got a story like that too. But I, I thought I told y'all this. Maybe <laughs> right. I didn't. <laughs> so yeah, <laughs> so, I, right. So I remember, that and I'm like, not nah, like this. Is not about to, ha-, you know. And I feel like sometimes I can feel like you again. You you're being pressured. Um, you know, let me just <laughs> fall out because mm, mm, you know. But I was mm. like, nah, this is not gonna happen today. Mm. Um, well, it's not even that. It's all the energy. It's the same way that you would see young girls. Uh, back in the 50s and 60s, whenever the Beatles or Elvis would come up, right. oh, oh, oh my god, right. but, that's, no, but that's no, but that's but that's different though. That's different though, because no, 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 I'm telling you, I'm telling you, it's different because when people are doing that, they're doing that out of admiration for that person, like they finally see that person. But like when people, like people, I've seen people who go to church with the same pastor for years and they they can fall out year one and year 20. You know what I'm saying, and that's and they're not. They're if not, they didn't fall out in year, but I'm, one, but I'm and saying they fell out in year twenty. But I'm saying they're, they're not. They're not doing it because of you know. Oh, I seen this. Like I see this passage. So I'm not. I'm not. It's not the same admiration for me being a fan of somebody's whatever, whatever they do, and I now get to finally you know get a chance to meet them or whatever. So I'm saying I, it's the same concept. I get what you're trying to say, but it's not. It's not the same cause and effect. Is what I'm mentally. Saying. It's the same concept. Everybody's excited. There's way too much going on, way too much stimuli, uh, and it's this mob mentality, and they just can't. But handle Kelly it. was excited, and but but she fought back. She, you know, what I'm saying, like she she ain't let her them call Kelly her. Kelly kind of proved the point, actually. I'm <laughs> saying, but, go ahead, Kelly. I got distracted. I'm sorry. There was, I guess, I let a mosquito on my house, and it just bit me five times. I got these big old welts. Okay. Oh no. That's a topic for next week. Why did God put mosquitoes here? Right. Is oh it just God. to spread AIDS? Is that Wait, the only reason? Is I don't that... know if you can see how big that is right here. Next oh week. my gosh! Oh my, my gosh! And it's like five of them. Well, you got um, Zika now. Sorry, <laughs> I rebuked that, but right. <laughs> <laughs> I rebuked that, but I want to go get in the bath. But um, yeah, I can't. I don't, so I missed everything you just said because I got so distracted because my arm just started. No, you just continue from where where you left yeah, off. Yeah, but no. Ahead. So uh, yeah, so I like I said, I remember that, and I was just like, because to me, it just wasn't. It wasn't natural. It wasn't. It wasn't, you know, and I wasn't mm. going to do it just to satisfy. Mm. This is what this pastor wanted. Um, and then I think I probably went and told this story, um, you know, and so then actually, you know, afterwards they take you to the back. Um, and again, like I said, this church was really big on the gift of tongues, you know, and, you know, so of course, when you have altar call, you know, do you want to go for prayer? Do you want to go for membership? Do you want to come mm. for the, you know, speak of the gift of tongue? You know, 
And I just came for prayer, I believe. And, um, you know, but then they wanted to force me into, you know, trying to speak in tongues. And I'm like, that's not, that's not what I'm here for. Come know? on, say, speak, daughter. You just open your mouth and just right, let it flow. Exactly. Let it flow. And that's exactly what it was. I, I know. And I'm like, yo, let me, <laughs> it's not like, this is too much. And so where I do believe that there are some people you know, <laughs> that are, much. what happened? I'm just laughing. You said, this is too much. <laughs> <laughs> I can't do this. this is right? And I wish, and this was maybe, I lived in Delaware at the time. So this may have been 10 years ago. Mm. And I wish I was the person then that I am now. Cause I probably would have said, this is too much. Right, right. I'm about to, you know, then I was kind of just like, you know, as they, you know, come on, baby, mm, like, you know, whatever. Mm, I was just like, mm, mm. but I, now I probably would be like, you know what? <laughs> I got she you know what to say. She'll fa la 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 But yeah, no, it was ridiculous. But yeah, so like I said, I, I do feel like that there is some fakeness there is some showmanship in there for sure there is some um i want to appeal to the audience you know because mm -hmm. there are congregations there are people who want the um i don't want to call it dramatics they want know, to have a good show yeah you know but they yeah. you know and so that's and if that is what you feel like draw you know draws your people in then i can see where pastors do that because that's where i get um uh, and, and like we said before, church is a business, you know, mm -hmm. and so I know the times that we have a good worship, a times where people falling out, you know, we collect that second offering at the end and second time, you know, then <laughs> the money doubles, you know. Um, and so, I, like I said, I do feel like that there are that it's not always legit. I do think that there are some anointed pastors mm -hmm. um, that really can allow the spirit to move and flow in that mm -hmm. way. Mm -hmm. And then I think that there are, or I know that there are some that just put on a show. But does the, does delivery matter to you? Like how, how important is delivery yes. to, to I you? I mean, for sure. So I think that that's why there's so many different churches, um, period, because you, so for example, my dad and my uncle um, do like a three point model. Um, and so they always had three points in their mm -hmm. sermon. It usually rhymes or it starts with the same letter, um, you know, and so it's something that you can take home. You can remember it's easy to take notes. Um, I want to talk about being free today. Right. Okay, let's start with F. Okay, <laughs> F stands for. <laughs> right. right, you know, but it's something, you know, especially for younger Christians, right. um, not necessarily in age, but in Christianity and even older, you know, it's something easier to follow along, something mm -hmm. easy to take notes. My dad has always been a big, you know, you take notes for every mm -hmm. sermon. And so mm -hmm. I'm going to give you an outline to do that mm -hmm. where, mm -hmm. you know, there's other. Well, that's preparation. That's different, you know. Right, but I, but yeah. there's other right, but there's other pastors where it's not as structured as that. Like I said, every every Very service, easy. my that like you get a handout and it says, um, I don't know, um, I can't even think of a topic. Tricks, tips that every father should know. I don't know mm -hmm. about. Well, I think we've got a great example right here you know, on this podcast. Uh, just in the separation of what Rudy does in comedy and what I do in comedy, Rudy's very much. A crowd guy, right? Am mm -hmm. I, yeah, like you go into the crowd, everything's pretty free form. When you go out there, you got maybe one or two things you want to talk about, and you talk about them, but then you talk about them with the crowd, and then you react on them, <clears throat> and that's how you make it funny. Me, 
I go in very, you know, I know exactly what I'm going to say. I've worked on these bits for years. And so it, it's, I mean, in the difference in those two styles, I don't think there's something. To me, it just comes down to either you're either genuine in what you're saying and you're believing or you're just putting on a show. But I think yep. even in that, though, because you cut me off. Sorry, everybody. Because <laughs> I was going to bring up the difference and I'm glad you explained to me a little more the difference between you two style. Because I, so I'm not even the biggest comedy fan, but if I was going to go to a comedy show, um, I may be more likely to go to a Terry's than a Rudy's. Like mm -hmm. when I look at Wild and Out and I see them coming into the crowd and then they're going to choose a random person mm -hmm. and they may make a joke about the anxiety. person. Anxiety. Anxiety. Yeah. Like, I don't want to do that. You know, like, yeah. I don't want to sit there the whole time like, oh no, mm -hmm. they're going to come to me and they're going to say, oh, did you see? She got a mm -hmm. people, you know what I'm mm -hmm. Or she will like such a Like, so to me, so, so the way they do wild and now and i don't know if that's similar to your delivery rudy that may be something that i'm not like, necessarily oh. okay i'm like i'm not, I'm not I, I don't i'm not going as hard as him as far as the insults like i'm okay. just more or less yeah just you know so i'm yeah. like i may not like that type of style of comedy so i'm mm -hmm. not going to go to the wild and out type of sets mm -hmm. now for the terry's who like you said yours is not necessarily about the crowd it's not necessarily about you know the people yeah. in the audience these you know whatever then i may be more partial to that because i'm safe from embarrassment right um, i don't like, i never talk to anybody who doesn't talk to me if you talk to me it's on like donkey kong but, but see, I, if you I don't talk the, to me i'm not talking to you i think the difference between the comedy and the preaching though is that you can you can you can choose what's your what tickles your fancy as far as like delivery of comedy like you know you may like a Kevin Hart you may like a Dave Chappelle you may like a whoever 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 but when it comes down to to the preaching styles it goes back to what you was even saying Kelly like all of it doesn't necessarily seem genuine so it's not even just a style that you're choosing as far as right. delivering but even in the genuineness of it you know what I'm saying because somebody could not have any sauce on it at all but still be feeding you some BS. You know what I'm saying? But that, but that's why I'm asking, like, when it comes down to the delivery, like, how important... Oh, okay, not even so much how important. Like, is it... Does does a, a preacher have to have some type of flavor for it, for it to grab you? Or even if, even if they're not in the crowd like I do, but I'm saying some type of flavor, or can you take a, you know... Monotone to 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 the to Joyce Meyer, no, uh, Joe Osteen ish. So and I don't and, and to be honest with you, I'm I'm really not even versed. I don't even know if I've ever heard Joyce Myers or Joe Osteen completely hey. do a sermon. There you go. Um, Lucky you know, you. so I really can't even <laughs> say. But I will say, like I said, to your point, I think it's it's two things: it's the anointing, and then I think the delivery is important. So I think that's the point I was trying to make in terms of relating it back to the comedy. And right, there's a difference between the Kevin Hart's and the Cat Williams. You know, mm -hmm. someone may be a Kevin mm -hmm. Hart fan and not a Cat mm -hmm. Williams fan. So someone mm -hmm. may be, you know, a Kerwin Lee fan, but not a Bishop Morton fan, mm -hmm. or you know, mm -hmm. or, or whatever because mm -hmm. of their style, because mm -hmm. of the delivery. And mm -hmm. I think that's important to me too. Is one that I know that you're anointed, and two that I enjoy, you know, your delivery and it's relatable um, to me. Mm -hmm. um, and so I think that both of those are important. Like I even think of, I don't know if y'all saw um, Mike Todd. Um, he's a big social media pastor, in my opinion. Yes. And he's big on visuals and demonstrations. And he didn't, I can't even remember what the point of it was. Um, it was when Jesus, when Jesus spit on his hand to, to heal the blind man's eyes. Was that, but was that his demonstration? I thought it was something yeah. else. 
but that mm, was that, no, that, that was it. And he literally spit on his hand and, r- and rubbed it on his brother's face, as for an example, which is absolutely disgusting. And social media went into an uproar like you're doing too much, you know, like you're doing this at this point for the clout, you're doing mm-hmm. this for these conversations, you're doing mm-hmm. this to kind of draw or pull more people in, mm-hmm. versus mm-hmm. this being a true in- illustration to mm-hmm. be able to make your point. Like this was mm-hmm. just absolutely disgusting. Mm-hmm. Or even when I don't know if you guys are aware of um Kevin Samuels. Mm-hmm. Um, and he was like this relationship, um, right, that, that, you know, that a lot of black women weren't a big fan of. No, um, <laughs> no, they weren't. Right. You know, but then, um, what's Pastor's name in new birth? How old are you? 45? Uh, Jamal Bryant. Jamal Bryant, you mm-hmm. know, and, and Jamal Bryant made reference to it um in his sermon one day you know and then it was the whole conversation on whether that was the appropriate place or not you know to have that conversation especially because the man had just passed away um so i definitely feel like that there are times that pastors um are very much in themselves um when delivering a word um when trying to connect to their congregation to their people um and it doesn't come off as as real um Mm. but what i will say is um, the people who were unaware of the Mike Todd and the Jamal Bryant's prior to those two recent incidents, mm. they know them now, you know, because so <laughs> right, right, right. I've had people I've had conversations with people about both of those pastors who I was aware of prior to those recent incidents that had no idea who they were. But now I was like, oh, let me look up New Birth. Right, oh, right, right. let me look up Transformation. You know what I'm saying? Right. And so but Michael, Michael Todd, he's in Atlanta, too. Who no, Mike, Mike Todd is in Oklahoma. Oh, Oklahoma. Yep. Um, but like I said, he's gotten real big on 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 social media. Mm. So you know, so like I said, so whatever their purpose was for doing that, um, you know, they definitely got more followers. They definitely got their name out there a little more. Right. They definitely, right. you know. Right. So I, but I think that's just disingenuous. Is that the right word? Sure. Yeah. No. I was like Terry would tell me. No, uh, no, you're right. <laughs> it's just disingenuous. So I, I, but I do like illustrations. I do like visuals. I don't mind that if you connect your sermon to what's going on in the world and what's cultural and those type of mm. things. I don't mind any of that because it is what I live. You know, Monday to Sunday when I mm. get out, when I get out of church, guess what I'm doing? I'm scrolling through Instagram. Mm. You know, so mm-hmm. I don't think that that's. You right. know, I don't think that that's wrong, but I think that there's a way in which you can deliver it. Um, so I think the anointing part, the anointed part is, is first. Um, mm-hmm. but then delivery is definitely important to me. Like I said, and I probably wouldn't go to a church where, um, multiple times in the service, we were having praise breaks. That's <laughs> I mean. Let me, let me, let me jump on Kelly's here because I, I couldn't praise agree. Praise. I couldn't agree more <laughs> when you, when you say anointing, do you know what I hear? I hear genuine. That's what mm-hmm. I hear. Mm-hmm. I hear you genuinely believe all the things you're saying. And Rudy, I'm sure you can attest to this in comedy. It's the same way. Uh, the, the two are actually very similar when it comes to the performance aspect of it. Uh, Even the preparation. Right. Because you're, you're trying to give the audience what they want, uh, which in comedy, obviously, they want to laugh. In, in, you know, a sermon, they want to feel, you know, they want to feel fulfilled. They want to feel inspired. Um, which is why even now at 41 years old, I can still go back and listen to tapes of my father it, it, 30 years ago or five years ago. And I still feel the same things. And I will do this occasionally. I'll go back and listen to his old sermons just because 
I know he believes in what he's saying. Like you can mm -hmm. hear it in his voice. Mm -hmm. Forget the performance, you know, like he might mess up one thing here, or one thing there, or he might miss a line or get, you know, tongue tied or something like that. And it's a bad performance, but you're, you're still engaged. You're still enthralled because here's this person passionately speaking about something they really believe in, you know? Uh, so I would rather listen to uh, an inept preacher that really believes what he's saying than a charismatic one that I feel like is just up there putting on a show. Right. And, 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 I, and as, as we, as we close, as preachers say, um, <laughs> My, I guess, because I, I get the I, music I, minister. Up here, Thanks. <laughs> I don't, I don't, I don't want to get you know into a whole another monologue because you know we, we definitely are you know I guess pressed for time as far as ending. But um, I guess the one thing I did want to kind of address is I, I, I definitely know growing up, like I, I never really like thought about you know Bishop Morton's preaching style as far as like him being a uh, you know because because definitely I mean I, even as a kid like I remember messages that he preached that. Not only I remember like the hooping, but I also remember like the storytelling kind of you know vibe. He because he like he would he he would almost kind of like have his own like metaphors. Like I don't know if he created this or got it from somebody, but I remember him telling a story about um it, it, he was he was making reference to like uh Jesus dying on the cross and then going to the grave, and then he came up with this whole like phone conversation between like death and Satan. And basically, like, uh, Satan would, be, like, call death and be like, yo, is he still there? You know what I'm saying? And, like, Satan is like, I mean, death is like, yeah, I, I still got him. You know, on Saturday, he called him again. <laughs> Saturday night, he called him again. But then Sunday morning, uh, instead of Satan calling death, death had to call Satan and say, like, I can't hold him down any longer, blah, blah, blah. And I, I, and I remember this this message from, from when I was a kid. I think it was called, like, Angels in the Graveyard or something. Yes, like that. it is. Yeah, <laughs> okay, yeah. So, like I said, I, so, yeah. so I'm saying that to say – his hooping, cause like I said, cause it ain't as it ain't as in, in shout out to Bishop Noah Jones, but it's it ain't as like hardcore as his, you know what I'm saying? But there was he definitely had delivery, he definitely had sauce, you know what I'm saying? He definitely was hollering, ah, he's able like that. He he doing that. He's definitely doing that. But in the midst of that, you know what I'm saying? Like it's it's definitely substance. So I think we kind of got, you know, the best of both worlds. That. Like, my dad is not a hooper at all as well. Um, he may, like, get loud on the excited point or whatever like that, but he's definitely not hooping. You definitely don't have to put him in G-sharp, follow him. Ain't, ain't none of that. None but of you that. Can, you can tell when that. somebody's saying what they're saying because they really want to improve people's lives versus sure. they're for just sure. trying to fill up that collection plate. No, for sure. But this but this is – but even to that point, this is what I was ultimately getting at. So we, I got – the balance as far as even with the Bishop Morton with a little bit of hooping, my dad, you know, with no hooping, I've had pastors in between, like when I was in college, whatever like that. And none were, I, I never, if I ever experienced any hooping, it was never to the point of um, just say a Noel Jones, or whatever. It was never, it was just always probably Bishop Morton to my dad, somewhere in between that range. Um, but I feel like growing up, it was always a precedent. Like if you were, the guest preacher at a church or if you were traveling or whatever like that, like you got to go tear that church up. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I like you see way more pastors who are kind of not monotone, but just say calm. Like they be preaching in front of their own big congregation. You know what I'm saying? But 
the ones you see at other people's church are known for like preaching at conferences and stuff like that. Bishop Paul Moore and all these different people, like they got that, they got that sauce. You know what I'm saying? And I feel like are all of them, you know what I'm saying? Like are all of them disingenuous? Because they definitely have a responsibility because they're getting paid for coming. You know what I'm saying? And and to Terry's point about the offering, like the harder they go, the more people are going to definitely give. And because I've been paid a very low amount for, for preaching before, uh, I do know that you definitely get paid a certain amount. And when they take up that offering that's for you for preaching, you ain't getting that. That, that going back to the church to replenish from what they paid you. You're right. <laughs> you feel me? So well, that's, that's not necessarily so, true. I'm telling you it's true because it happened to No, me. no, I know. I'm saying that my so it, father used to go and preach, but they would just do an offering just for him. I, and I then that I, was what he took. Work. I understand that. But what I'm saying is if you receive a check from the church, oh, they're, yeah, yeah. They're, they're not going to calculate what's in the offering and say, okay, we're going to write your check for all this and then keep it. No, they're gonna, you're going to already have that set amount. We're going to bring you in. We're going to pay you X amount of dollars. In comedy and terms, then, it's the difference between a standard deal and a door deal. Sure, you know? whatever you want to call it. But what I'm saying yeah. is, but those preachers, so, so I'm saying, so those preachers have to be worth the money. Because to, to, uh, there's a lot of people who come out, like if you say, like, yo, we're we going to rent out this little convention center, we're going to bring Bishop Noel Jones. People who go to church in that city who ain't in LA or whatever, they come in. You feel what I'm saying? But if you, but if you took, just say like somebody who may, I don't know all the preachers, but just say like somebody who has the same notoriety and they don't have that same sauce. Now they could travel and, and I'm sure there is an audience for them, but it ain't going to be the same type of deal. You know what I'm saying? And so I guess for me, I'm the point I'm making is, is that I just always felt like, and I don't know if it's right or wrong. I just always felt like the, the, the guest preacher, guest preacher come to our, our, you know, new beginning. We even had singers like, I don't know if you remember. You remember little Chris, uh, Janessa? They used to Chris sing. Chris Hagen has sang at my dad's church, like Do right you, before the pandemic. My whole, I, I thought that whole time Chris was a member at New Beginning. They was paying that nigga to come sing. And he, and he was just leading regular choir songs. I ain't talking about doing no concert or song he wrote. He's singing regular, leading the choir song with the choir, tearing the church up. I thought the whole time growing up, this dude was a member of our church. They literally was paying this dude to come in. And fall. if you put butts in seats, that, you get paid. That's all Chris, there is Chris to it. But that's it doesn't matter if it's comedy or church. If you well, put butts in seats, you get paid. But as a preacher, as a as a gospel singer, all these things, are you responsible for tearing the church up like that, or are you supposed to give it just the regular old, you know? You talking about as a guest, or even in general? I mean, yeah, I de definitely as a guest for sure. Um, because, like I said, because you're addressing somebody else's, you know, congregation. But, mm -hmm. um, but even like even just even as a singer as well, because mm -hmm. you know, you go to a Tasha Cobb's concert or something like that. Like she she going in, right? You know what I'm saying? Like she ain't keeping it humble. That girl can yeah. sing, and she she <laughs> gonna, she right. She gonna make you cry all that. You know what I'm saying? But she, but she going for that. Like I'm sure if she if she went if she did her full performance and nobody broke out in what when what we call the spirit, I'm sure she would leave disappointed. I'm sure she would, but I think she would because she knows that she's anointed. And so I think she, Tasha Cobb knows that she has the anointing to, to, to sing you through a, a breakthrough or an emotional moment or whatever. So correct. If that didn't happen and she had a whole 
20 minute, 30 minute worship set, you know, and everybody kind of just sat down and looked at her. Right. Mm -hmm. I'm sure. I'm sure she's like, Lord, just you that, mind take, take, take your time. No. Baby. <laughs> if, I, I totally agree with Kelly. If, if you're anointed, it doesn't matter. Like, I've seen my father preach to 20 people and 20,000. But how can you and discern He does it the exact same way. But how can, way. You how can you discern it based off of delivery? That's what I'm saying. Like, how do how can you no, discern? He doesn't know. That's what I'm saying. It's his sermon me. doesn't change depending on the no, audience. No, 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 no. I'm not talking about his. I'm not. I'm saying just like each preacher, each singer has different deliveries. I'm saying is the one that's hooping and hollering less genuine because of their delivery than the no. one that's that's. I don't think that you can you can you can't gauge anointing off of delivery. No. Um that's no. Not so, how do, so how do you gauge is my question? It's like art. You know it when you see it. You know genuineness when you see it. I mean, people say you know God's voice when you hear it, but then people be still be questioning. So is that could they just literally I mean, don't know? Or they I mean, miss? I think you know you can you can feel it. Yeah. Like I said, I it's not every I enjoy good praise and worship. But it's not every praise and worship leader that can get me to and cry and, and raise my hands and right. you know whatever. Not everybody can do that. So when I feel in my spirit, like and and I probably, if I'm honest, um, probably fight the spirit more than I, especially in public right. places, more than I allow it to flow. So in those moments where I'm like, um, you know what? <laughs> yeah. Okay, Lord. <laughs> right. All right. You know, then I I know the anointing. <laughs> When when there's a sermon that really hits me, like I said, because I've heard a lot of preachers who just say a lot of words and they may be big words um, <laughs> and it may all sound good or confusing altogether. Um, or it may be the most illustrated, beautifully, you know, storytelling thing, but did nothing for me. You know, mm -hmm. you just told me about and remember the title of the sermon mm -hmm. from, you know, 20, 30 years ago. That's mm -hmm. anointment. You know, how many sermons do you not remember? And not that the sermons that you don't remember weren't, you know, from anointed pastors. For but sure. that was clearly an anointed. You remember sure. Vanessa Smile when you gave us yep, that was the name of like but but I've but I've also I've also seen because I've been on both sides, I've also seen people who I know one hundred percent ain't worth a darn on in a personal life and what they're doing when they get on stage, but because they because they know how to operate in their gift. Because gift and anointing can look very much the same if you don't know okay. the difference. And, mm -hmm. and and I've seen people tear the church up equally to the person who's operating in their anointing, only operating in gift and not anointing. And I know that for a fact. And I can see that too. But what I would say is, but who gave them that gift? I'm sure I'm sure God did. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. So right. But, I, but I'm but that's what I'm saying. But there's but it's still not operating in anointing though. They're still right. not operating like said, in anointing. I'm not saying they're anointed, but they're but no, but I'm not saying I'm not saying that they may not they they could be anointed and maybe just not tapped into it. But I'm saying, but I know the place that they were at and what they were operating in, in their personal life and when they get on stage, it, it wasn't it wasn't from the anointed genuine. I'm doing this as a ministry to God. Like it was, you know, what I'm saying it was it was motives behind it. Uh, and I agree with that. But I also say because I because I've I've been in those moments too. But I also say that. When you talk about a gift, that's something that not everyone has. Um, that's something that God has specialized for you. And so you even being able to operate in that gift, though it may not come from a space of genuineness, may still evoke, like you said, a similar response to someone yeah. who's anointed in the same space. Yeah. Um, 
But that's what I'm saying. To put but, a finer but, point but, on but it. Is, but is that a good thing though? Like, do you wanna do you no. want to embrace that the person only operating and give the same way the person with the anointing? Because because they both look the same. Do you want to what word did you use? Do you want to do what? Embrace. Oh, embrace. Um, I think, but I, I think it that's a good question. Well, look, I guess it depends of, on go ahead, Terry. Well, I'm just saying, look, after 11 years of being on stage doing comedy and having grown up the last 40 years in the church, if I wanted to throw a sermon together and make it, you know, and make it good, I probably could. I probably could. I could probably preach this Sunday and do a pretty good job of it. But I would like to believe, I don't know, but I would like to believe that people wouldn't attach themselves to me just because I know I'm not anointed to do that. And I would like to believe that people would be able to see that. Or they would, like you said, they would see the disingenuousness in my sermon. Even though I could, I could, I could put it together, I could make it make sense, I could be charismatic on stage, but if you if it ain't there, it ain't there. But I think it's right. So I think any good writer and deliverer of the word can give you a good sermon. Um, I think or any so. good public speaker for right, that matter. Right. Yeah. Can give you right, can put it together and you know, make some good points and yep, that makes sense, you sure. know. Yeah. Yeah. I think anybody could but there's like said, a there's a fire in it that is either there or is not. But like I said, but you can tell, like like you said, I may hear you may preach on Sunday and I'm like, dang, Terry did a really good job. Like he had a, a great sermon, like it was well organized. I got these points from it, you know, whatever. Um, but right, but did I feel that uh, anointed spirit? Did I say, you know, Terry need to preach every Sunday and have his own church? We may nah. not go that far, but did he but nah. did he did he have a good sermon for today? Yes. Can he be, you know, a minister at the church and he preach every six months? Sure. You know, <laughs> but can he have But that still doesn't answer the question. How do you how can you tell anointing if gift and anointing look exactly the same? I don't I think, think they do. I think it's a, I'm I think telling it's a you they do point. because I I see it. I see that you get the exact same response no. from from both. It happened. I've I've, I've I, been in, I've been I in church my whole life. I've, I'm I telling think you. Externally, yes, it may look yeah. the same on Correct. the other side. But that's what I'm saying. On the same. spiritual side, you miss. But like something. I said, internally, spiritually, I think there's a but difference. How do you know? How how does you the, don't, how, how you don't, don't you feel? I can't you express don't know. You internal no, no, but I'm saying I'm saying that like the normal person who goes to church, like if you if I go to a church and I see somebody doing doing this and I react in a certain way and I and I'm I'm now calling them anointed. And they're not. You feel what I'm saying? So I'm saying, how does that person get because to the get to the side of actually knowing that somebody the difference between somebody being anointed and not? Because there's a difference between again. you feeling them anointed and them being anointed by God. There's I get, I, I feel get, I get, in I get, here. I get that, but the thing that they're feeling is causing them to feel like this only gifted person is anointed because of how they feel. If I right. can make you feel good, I can make you believe anything about me. You feel what I'm saying? And so what I'm saying is I don't know about that. But the person who's anointed is also providing a, a similar feeling, but it's just coming from a different place from them. So I get coming from the two different people, there is a difference. But if I'm receiving it and they both look exactly the same, how do I how how does a person actually know or it's the gift of discernment? I was about to say you pray for discernment. Yeah, I'll tell you, I'll tell you exactly how you know. I've seen the Mona Lisa three times in, in real life right? Just from happenstance. I felt nothing from any of them. I have no idea why that painting is special. 
I have no idea why it means anything to anybody. But I see other pieces of artwork sometimes, and it moves me. It moves me internally. That's how you know. Because there's, there's some je ne sais quoi to it all where you know on the inside whether that's real or not. You know whether it hit you real. That's there, it. There's that's people, it. There, there's, there, there's, it's an indescribable thing. There's, but there's people being moved by the Mona Lisa. So just they, you're right, and there so just is. So that's so they can think that that Mona Lisa is anointed. You're you're right. And there you, are and people you that think, think and that you way. think that she's not because she doesn't move you. That's what. But I'm saying. But one can be true and one cannot be but true. That's but that's what it is. Not everybody's really right. Some will be led to the Lord. Some will be led astray. All right. Before we go. You can find us on. Yeah, I think we had a severe weather warning here too anyway. But um, church announcements, Instagram. You can find us at the worst ones PK. You heard my little argument with Rudy earlier today. So we'll see when new content is coming. Um, I got it loaded. Just let me know when you talk to each other. <laughs> on Tuesdays, every Tuesday, a new episode drops. Um, you can find us on YouTube. You can see our beautiful faces, our body language, our reactions. Um, the times where we don't say anything, but we're just looking at each other crazy. Um, you can see all that and more on YouTube. <laughs> but just want to hear our voices and you miss all those little nuances. Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify. Either way, type in the Worst Ones podcast and you'll find us. And when you get there, make sure you like, you comment, you subscribe, and you share. Thank you to our 500 million, 100,005 followers. We appreciate you. We love y'all. At Princess Kells 51. <laughs> now, Kelly, I do want to ask you about that because I did uh, stumble across your page and I saw all your pictures are gone. Oh, yes, I have three. Yes, you had three. <laughs> Is this in preparation of getting Princess Kells to be public? That was. I did it. So I did that a few months ago. Um, and that was. But so what's the update? I probably won't make it public. It probably won't happen. Melanated bruise. It probably won't be married. Who posted? Right. I saw Melanated Bruise. Melanated Bruise went somewhere this way. In fact, it did. Today, mm -hmm. actually, Chris and I went to our favorite spot, we actually went to our first date spot, Aww. which was Urban Grind, Black-owned coffee shop in Atlanta. Um, it was hot today. The heat index, I think, was like 108 or something mm. like that. Um, so we went and got some tasty frappes. But also, because I was double on it, yesterday we went to Butter and Cream Ice Cream and I got their IPA sorbet. Y'all... Y'all, like I've been to that ice cream shop. You got to get the IPA sorbet. It's like it has a beerish flavor to it, but then it's like mango and passion fruit. It's so good. So, yep, mm. I got a lot of content for this week. I went two places. Mm. <laughs> mm. Oh, and you, so you can find me at Melanated Brews and then at Janessa J. Rihanna Double underscore. You have, have fun so over there. Fun. Right, she's having so much fun explaining it. <laughs> I was about to say, we having fun over there. I'm back outside. I'm coming. <laughs> <over here. laughs> toe, toe healed. We out here. Right, toe healed, COVID free. Listen, <laughs> you know, went to two, two coffee beer spots. Right. <laughs> but that's it. 
at Terry Wayne Comedy. Uh, I don't like sorbet. Uh, so, so be gelato, be ice cream, or be nothing. That's what I say. But uh, you can see me this Friday night in Fort Lauderdale. Uh, you can check it out on any of my social media pages uh, at Terry Wayne Comedy. This Friday or next Friday? This Friday. They won't see it. Before. Oh, they won't see it. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> you you missed it this past Friday. Uh, it was great. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. It was a great show. You missed it completely. <laughs> At the podcast official page. It's a live podcast on Zoom. We talk about stuff. You want to join that conversation? You can either follow us at the podcast official page or you can join us live on Zoom, 815-499-0955. Definitely raining. Um, all right, man. Everybody knows I'm going to give them the topic as soon as we're done recording. Uh-oh, we got the next topic. Yep. We got time to prepare. Yep. All so right, my well. reputation has been tarnished. Okay. We appreciate y'all rocking with us. We are out. Yeah. Yeah. Top of the world.